Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, girl, I am doing something that I haven't done in a very long time, and that's record an episode with the kids awake. So I'm trying to get ahead of my stuff, and I'm like, you know what, girl? You just need to record. Like, it is what it is. So we're recording with the kids today. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) So today I want to talk about simplifying your business, but really I want to talk about how to evolve your marketing and your sales strategy to do the bare minimum because we're all moms here, right? Or we're all aspiring moms. So time is of the essence. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm recording this episode with the kids. So I'm just like, girl, just get the podcast episode done. Like it really is not that deep. We're going to hear my kid. My baby is like growling like a dinosaur right now. It's fine, right? We're just going to let it happen and be what it's going to be. But anyway, simplifying your business is so critical and so key as a mom. Okay, because like I said, we don't have a ton of time. So we have to figure out how we are able to just streamline things so that we can do the bare minimum because we I mean, I hate I hate to keep saying this, but like we literally just don't have the time. Like there are so many other things that we have to do. There are so many, you know, places that we have to be or just our attention and our priorities are somewhere else. And it doesn't mean that we don't want our business to thrive and be successful, but it does mean that we have to be realistic about the time that we do have and how we're actually using it. And this is why I'm super big on like, okay, what's the bare minimum? Like, what is the bare minimum? And to not get hyped up on things being overly perfect or overly curated, right? I believe in good branding. I believe in high quality. By the end of the day, I also, you know, you have to know your audience, right? And you have to know what you stand for, right? Like I really stand for just being transparent and showing how we can do both and. And sometimes that does mean, even though we may not want to, having to work with our kids, right? So I try to show all those things in my content so that you know it's possible, right? You know that like people in real life do not care if your kids are in the background of your podcast episodes. Like I have not had a single person complain about my kids being in the background of my podcast episodes. And King snores through half of my episodes that I record at night and nobody says anything about it. And it's fine. And 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 that's what I want to show more moms. I want to show you like you can build this thing with your kids and not have to apologize about them being in the background or having to you know, feel any kind of way about like, oh, you know, I'm not using the best camera or I'm not, you know, my content isn't, you know, doesn't look this certain way. It's like, it doesn't have to look this way. It just needs to do its job, right? Which is to convert, right? Which is to get people to be interested in you, to be, you know, to be nurtured and supported by you, to feel connected to you. And then of course to sell to them. So anyway, let's talk about, (laughs) let's talk about simplifying your business and creating a strategy that's going to allow you to do the bare minimum. Okay. And the thing is, is that a lot of times when I'm saying bare minimum, I'm really coming from the standpoint of what is the least you have to do when everything in your real life is is like chaotic and going on and you just don't have the capacity to do all the things, right? Because you know your girl enjoys doing all the things. Like I enjoy creating a ton of content. I enjoy, you know, being on multiple platforms. I really enjoy all those things, but that is not bare minimum for me, right? Like bare minimum for me is podcast and email. 
keeping it super simple, right? Um, of course, there are some other things that I do for certain other strategies, but when I'm thinking about my content, I'm keeping it very bare minimum. Here are the three main strategies that I think about when I am trying to figure out, okay, what is bare minimum for me? And what is bare minimum for my clients, right? When I'm supporting my clients, these are the three areas that we really touch on first to figure out what is your bare minimum that you're doing here. So the first strategy that we're looking to see how you can create it in a more bare minimum way is your visibility strategy. How are you getting more eyes on your brand, your content, your business, right? Like how are you bringing more people to you? This could be through collaborations, right? I did a whole series or a whole episode just on the three B's of visibility. And that's what this is, right? You can borrow it, you can build it with your content or you can buy it, right? For some of us mamas, you need to become friends with Facebook ads. I know that is not popular advice because everybody's like organic, organic, organic. And people just make it seem like this, you know, if you aren't doing it organically then you're a loser and it's just like girl please like if that's not how this works right you can jump out the gate in your business and let your visibility strategy be uh facebook ads if that's what you have the capacity for right if that's all you have the capacity for run them ads boo like don't let people make you feel bad about that and there's nothing you know overly um I don't, I don't even know what word it is, but like, like there, there's no award for doing it organically. Um, it's totally fine to run paid ads. And I wish we would kind of remove that stigma of like, oh, I did it organically, um, that badge of honor, because it's really, it's not that big of a deal. Like when you, when you, when it all boils down to it, it's not that big of a deal. Now, what is important if you are going to go that route is just to make sure that you're still profitable, right? You don't want to spend more in ads than what you're actually making, right? So you want to still make sure you're profitable, but your ads campaigns can be your first hire, right? Like it can be your first hire. While some people may choose to hire a VA and um, and nothing wrong with hiring a VA, but like where some people may hire a VA and choose to go the organic route, you could make that same investment in Facebook ads and generate leads that actually bring in sales into your business. Not saying that a VA doesn't, but it's not that's not the v, your VA's job, right? Your VA's job is not to bring you sales into your business. So it's just something to think about really when you're thinking about like what's your visibility strategy and what direction you want to go in. You want to think about um, you know, how, what is your visibility strategy and what is, what is the bare minimum to you, right? What is the bare minimum that you can do to create more visibility and what feels easiest to you, right? For, and this could be a seasonal thing too. I want to make that, that disclaimer. There will be some seasons where it's easy for you to borrow the community, right? For you to do collaborations. There are other seasons where maybe built like creating content feels easy, feels fun for you. There's other seasons that maybe paid advertising might be the best bet for you, but it's important that you understand and recognize with whichever one of those methods you use, what is your unique bare minimum strategy that you can do there? Then the next strategy I want you to think about is your lead generation and your nurture strategy. So this is simply how are you connecting with your people? How are you walking people through the customer journey and building those relationships, building those conversations, having those conversations to move people along and to nurture them? And it doesn't have to be one-to-one, right? It could it could be one-to-many via email or it could be one-to-one of the DMs, right? It could be within your Instagram stories. But how are you building that personal connection so that you can nurture your community and in turn generate leads that you can then sell to okay so that is the second strategy that you want to think about when you're thinking about your bare minimum strategy to simplify that right like what is the simplest way you're generating leads and nurturing them for me the simplest way i do it is via email i push everybody to my email and then i strategically reach out to people from my email so um 
and 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 sometimes i don't even do that sometimes i have people reach out to me like if you see me in my emails i'll say like go connect with me on instagram right that's me generating leads from my email list and i'm i'm using my email as the main hub to get people to connect with me so um so that is the second strategy that you want to think about and the last strategy is your conversion or your sales process right what is the what what is your process for actually converting people what is your process to actually moving people um, into a position where they are ready to have a sales conversation with you. God bless you, baby. Um, where they're ready to have a sales conversation with you. And then when you are having that sales conversation, what is your strategy? Like, what is your strategy in the DMs? What is your strategy for how you conduct a sales call? For me, I have a very simple formula for how I conduct all my sales calls. All my sales calls are anywhere from 15 minutes to I think the longest one I've had recently has been like 40 minutes and that was only because I was running my mouth about my kids um had it not been about me running my mouth I probably would have finished that call in about 30 minutes which is a sweet spot for me with, with sales calls but what is your process for your um how you're converting and how and your sales process so those are the three main strategies you want to think about when you're thinking about what what is your bare minimum strategy you need a strategy for your visibility you need a strategy for your lead generation and your nurturing and then you need a strategy for your actual conversion conversion what is your sales process and all of this can be covered simply by your customer journey if you are focused and intentional on creating and building out a customer journey then you have your bare minimum strategy um i recently did inside of the shmoney mama membership i recently did a workshop on um what was it called i'm, I'm blinking because my, my kids are jumping on me oh but the content equals cash workshop and inside that content equals cash workshop the main premise of it was to help you build out your customer journey because a lot of times we don't realize that the reason why we struggle with creating content or not have enough content ideas is because we don't know what our customer journey is. And when you don't know what your customer journey is, it causes you to basically just create content all randomly or to not really know how to tie your content back into what your framework is or what your, you know, most valuable payer needs. Like you're not tying anything back into a, a, a simple process because you're so busy trying to just create for the algorithm, all these kind of things. But like, listen, we don't need to create for the algorithm we need to create for our clients okay that's what matters right and i mean inadvertently when you create for your clients it does feed the algorithm but the algorithm will favor you because it'll put you it'll know who to put you in front of and it'll put you in front of more of the right people but until the algorithm decides to favor you baby don't worry about them like focus on serving that one person that you know is your client right and you can do that through your content when you are focused on the customer journey. So go back and listen to the customer journey episode because it was a really good one. And it was a snippet of what I talked about inside the content equals sales um, uh, master or workshop that we did inside of Shmoney Mama. But the last thing that I want to say about this when it just comes to like um, shifting into a bare minimum strategy, because one thing that I noticed is that we're doing a lot of things like as moms. I mean, even I've fallen victim to you know you see all these strategies you see all these people talk about oh try this do that blah, blah blah and the thing that happens is that we end up doing a bunch of different things and it's not really clear so what i want you to do is to really think about these three different these three different systems in your business these three different strategies in your business and i want you to think to yourself what is the one thing that if i don't do anything else my business will still continue to run i'll still be able to you know increase my reach or generate leads or or sell my offers right what is the one 
one thing that I need to do in order to hit that result. That is your bare minimum strategy. Now, of course, we can add extra things, right? You can do some other stuff for razzle dazzle, but essentially we're trying to strip your business down to the bare minimum because when life happens, when things are going on, you need to know where to hyper focus your effort, your energy, and your attention. Um, and, and so let me just move on to the next point because I literally just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> But the last, oh, I remember the last thing that I want to say about this entire thing is that it's so important for you to start to leverage tools and systems, okay? Tools and systems are going to be your best friend for your bare minimum strategy because um, ideally you want your bare minimum strategy to pretty much work without you right now. There's going to be some input from you, right? Like if you, if you decide your visibility strategy is going to be collaborations, you're going to have to do the work of, you know, submitting your, 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 um, your presentations or submitting whatever your, your guide is or um you know if you're going to pitch people to do collaborations right you're gonna have to do that part um for lead gen and for nurturing right you're gonna have to be part of the conversations unless you hire a salesperson or you hire a legion expert right so there are going to be some things that like you may not be able to actually use a tool for it but there could still be a system right that you're using you can have a system that you use to schedule your things you can have a schedule schedule sorry you can have a system that you're using to like post uh, most importantly, I find that when it comes to having a bare minimum strategy, it's just a matter of you getting a handle on your calendar. It's one of the reasons why I shifted from, I used to do things week by week, and now I really do things month by month. And actually in 2024, sorry, 2024, I will be doing everything um, almost like two to three months in advance. I already have all of 2024, like mostly planned out in terms of my big picture themes and ideas and, and you know, just different things that I want to do throughout the year. And I find that when you plan, like the further ahead that you're able to plan, the more likely you will be one consistent, but two, you'll be more prepared for when things do happen, you'll have things in place so that you can do the bare minimum. And that's the, that's the key. The bare minimum concept, the bare minimum strategy, it really just helps you out when things are feeling chaotic or when you're just not in the mood or lastly when you're when you decide to go on vacation right i uh last week i decided that i was going to take all of thanksgiving off and i still had things going for me i still had people join shmoney mama and it was so cool because i was like wow i didn't even plan to take this week off but i ended up taking the week off i was going to do this black friday promo i ended up not doing it like just a lot of different things changed and i was like wow you know i could have very easily have like gotten my head and felt like all types of way but i really felt really confident because I know what my bare minimum strategy is and I know that those things were already done and already in place and even if I did have to work I could literally do the bare minimum like it wasn't going to be much that I was doing um and like I, 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 I still could have said like oh I'm still on vacation because I probably would have spent maybe an hour working and it would have been like a no-brainer but it would have been it would have been fine so for me that is what having a bare minimum strategy allows you to do right it allows you to have that flexibility of you know what life is life in right now or you know what I'm going to take a vacation right now and it might not have been planned but even still, my business is still going to continue to thrive. It's still going to continue to, you know, bring in leads or bring in clients or whatever. And even if I do have to work, it's like, it's it's literally nothing. Like it, it just, it doesn't even feel like work because it, it might've taken me what an hour to do. So that's what I, what I really want you to think about. And I really want you to just really be intentional, especially going into 2024 about getting a handle on your calendar. Um, I'm practicing some different like 
not productivity, but like some different scheduling techniques and things that I'll be sharing, um, how it's working for me. I've already been doing some stuff and next year I plan to really kind of supercharge it. So, um, so I'll be sharing those things as I go along on the journey and just sharing how it's also working for my clients because I'm having some of my clients test some of my ideas out as well. Because I just, I, I feel like the biggest thing for us moms, especially once you get out of like the the depths of the postpartum mom fog season you know there are so many different seasons of mom fog for us but i i find that at least for right now postpartum is definitely one of the hardest just because you literally don't know how to respond to it and it's not going to be like the same for anybody um i feel like there's no part of motherhood that's the same but i mean i find that at least yeah i find that at least with different you know things that i experience as a mom I can share that experience with others but postpartum I just find that it is so nuanced for every mom that it's even though we all experience it it's hard to you know really I don't know how to explain it but for us to all really say like oh yeah this was uniquely the experience of a mom I just I, I, I find it hard pressed to find that um when we're talking about postpartum so if you're out of that season really getting a handle on your calendar is going to be super helpful I'm, i try not to put my newly postpartum mamas on a calendar i try not to put my newly postpartum mamas on a calendar only because listen we're we're already trying to reacclimate ourselves or acclimate ourselves to having a tiny human that's depending on us it's not it's not even that deep for us to try to throw in you know creating so much rigid structure around the business stuff but if you are in a season where you have the capacity boom you need to get a handle on your calendar and start to like project and plan out as far as you possibly can. And I'm not saying you have to plan out for the year right now, but it could be you plan out for the next, you know, maybe three months, you know, maybe the next six months, right? The more that you can plan out, the better because you can really get ahead of things. So I, the last thing I want, want you to say about your calendar is I really want you to break down um, like your neck, your, so your final ex exercise, I feel like I've given so many things that you should be doing. But the final thing that I want to say is really break down and think about how much you're working and what your focus is so that you can be more intentional with the time that you do have. So when we're talking about your schedule, you have your three different strategies, right? You know what your bare minimum visibility is. You know what your bare minimum lead and nurturing is. You know what your bare minimum sales process is. So once you know that, sit down and break down what a week looks like for you or what a month looks like for you and when you sit down to work even if you only have one hour a day where would you like to focus that effort and attention right even if you only have one hour a day or one hour a week you could focus on each strategy one day right like so one hour could you hold on baby let me finish this okay let me finish so you needed to and you only had one hour each week you could do on the first week focus on visibility the second week focus on legion the third week for focus on conversion and the cool part about that is that it's following the customer journey right so even if you don't have all the time in the world to do all the things if you're able to follow the, sh the customer journey you are essentially doing the bare minimum right like the customer journey is designed to walk your clients through what they need to see, feel, experience, and do in order to become a client. But also it allows you to just have so much freedom to not feel like you have to be bound by any kind of, you know, whatever the gurus are saying online that you have to do, right? Like you don't have to, you don't have to fall in line with that because you really are focused on 
who your actual client is, right? Who your actual customer is. And that's way more important and way more valuable than posting multiple times, right? Or creating daily podcast episodes. Right now, I'm saying that ironically, knowing that I'm going to be posting a lot more content in the month of December. But again, it's it depends on what season you're in. It depends on what focus you're in, um, what you're focusing on in your business, right? It's always going to look different and it's going to look nuanced. And I'm not saying that there's any one better way to do than the other. But what I am confident on and what I can stand on is that when you prioritize your customer journey, that is going to be the thing that allows you to convert. Okay. When you focus on anything else, right? When you hyper focus on, you know, oh, I want to blow up on this platform or, oh, I want to, you know, get more followers, which there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're hyper focused on those things and not focused also on the customer journey, that is where things go sideways. That's when you start to feel burnt out. That's when you start to put out content that is basically unaligned, right? It doesn't really align with your community. And it's because it's not speaking to them and it's not moving them through the customer journey. So they may find out about you. Um, and this is what happens sometimes when people go viral. This is like a side tangent, but like people will go viral for something that was awareness building and then not know how to actually nurture the audience that they've brought in. And that ends up being the problem because then they don't move through the customer journey. So I actually don't think, I mean, well, let me say this, depending on what, for what reason you go viral, it can hurt your, your account. But a lot of times going viral can actually be helpful if you just knew your customer journey and knew how to move people along. And if you knew, okay, I created this viral piece of content or this piece of content went viral, what customer journey am I taking these people on? Do I need to create a whole new one because these this is a different type of person, right? And when, we, when you start to think about your business from that strategic standpoint, creating content or showing up or doing whatever you're doing, it just becomes a lot easier, right? It becomes a lot easier and you can do things with more intention. Um, I truly believe that for a lot of, or in a lot of cases, virality can be intentional, right? You can go viral on purpose when you are strategic about your customer journey. These people that blow up on Instagram or blow up on TikTok, it is not by accident, okay? Now, the thing is, is that it feels like it's an accident because a lot of times they don't know what they were doing in the first place. But if you really pay attention to it, because um, I've like really studied these things, you know, the, the scientists and me, I'm such a nerd. But like when I study these things, I'm like, man, like that was really predictable. Like, I, like this, this was actually to be expected. It's just that a lot of times people don't do that extra step, that extra piece of legwork of knowing what your customer journey is or having, you know, what I like to call a bare minimum strategy. People don't want to do those things. But it's like when you do that, you can predict, you can print money, like you can really Really, you can real life print money and it's not to say that you know it's going to be uh, foolproof or something that's going to happen you know super super fast but if you're intentional about it you like your business could do a what 360 180 I don't know which one's better but it could like completely turn around in the next three to six months right if you just are more intentional about approaching it with a strategic brain instead of trying to grab every different strategy that every single person is saying that you should try um really just commit to okay this is my process right this is what works for me in this season of life or for this season of my business and i'm going to commit to this for the next three six months and see how it goes right when you're able to do that and shift from that you know and shift in that direction you can find that you're doing way less but actually making much more okay so this episode is getting long. My big toddler is about to start playing his uh, game, so it's about to get loud. So I'm going to cut it right here. But thanks for hanging out with me. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. You guys did a good job. Thank you for being quiet. Thanks, boo.
Are you, are you gonna say you're welcome? Y'all just leave me hanging. You gonna say you're welcome? Are you gonna say you're welcome? <laughs> are you gonna say you're welcome? I said thanks for being quiet. Okay, you did a good job. You did you did a good job too, baby. You guys were quiet while I was recording my episode. You were quiet while I was recording my episode. <laughs> you want to say something? You want to say, hey, boo? Huh? You want to say, hey, boo? Hey, boo. Have a good day. Have a good day. All right. Love you later. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it, so go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K. Hillman so Ayantha knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.